Into the Apex is back on the road in 2022, beginning with the 60th running of the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona. We'll be trackside for the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, FIA World Endurance Championship, GT America, and NTT IndyCar Series. Visiting Sebring, Mid-Ohio, Watkins Glen, VIR, Road Atlanta, and the streets of Nashville. For the full schedule of events, visit IntoTheApex.com. of real and virtual auto sport meets mad sim racing media presents the into the apex podcast welcome back to into the apex we've got the full crew tonight rob patrick Bradley and myself, Tyler, in the studio. Jerry Isaacs is back with us after uh, it's been a bit. Jerry, it has been. Where have you been? I don't. I don't know what we've been doing. Oh, here, let me pull over here. Sorry, as, <laughs> Jerry, usual, just, as usual, I'm racing before the yeah. uh, podcast or during the podcast, but I'll stop for this one. Jerry is very economical with his, or very efficient, I guess is the way to say it. Um, he'll he'll get his racing in at all points. Jerry is always racing. I like. There's it. only I love enough it. time in life to get so much racing done. Take advantage of it while you can. And, and having Jerry on tonight uh, was crucial to us. Uh, so Bradley and I, we we talked about it over the past couple of weeks, uh, going karting at the GoPro Motorplex in Mooresville, North Carolina. Uh, it's the place that's owned by is it? It's is Justin Marks, Jason yeah, Marks. I'm Justin not certain. Marks. Yeah. Justin it's Marks. Justin Marks. Uh, he owns. He's part of the ownership of Track House, which just got a good win at at uh, Coda in the Cup Series. Uh, so they they got some uh, TV time lately. Uh, he owns that uh, business, and it, it was an interesting experience. Uh, we're going to kind of Bradley and I are going to go through it, and Patrick and Rob are going to humor us. And Jerry has some karting experience of his own, and and we were consulting with Jerry among others uh, going into this this uh, first time of outdoor fast karting carts without the the governor on them. Uh, so they, they got up to 55 miles per hour or so. And, um, Brett now, what, I mean, what kind of motors did they have? They didn't have the little lawnmower motors, I assume. I, I think they did. They sounded like that. Yeah, okay. they, they so, kind of sounded like it. Yeah. So in between our sessions, uh, there were carts that were a little faster, I think, like really fast. And they yeah. they had that high-pitched engine yep. sound. They had like, two like cycle they, engines. Yes. yes. Yep. They sounded really great. So the rental carts weren't quite that. Oh, yeah. But these were independent guys that actually do karting that had their, they were doing test sessions. And there was one, only one, but there was one shifter cart, which uh, sounded, we, me and Tyler observed that that was like the Porsche RSR of the bunch. Yeah. Like it just yeah. sounded, it sounded kind of like that. Yeah. It just had a, that sound to it. It's crazy yeah, fast. Yeah. Shifter it, was, it was just carts, awesome to watch. Yeah. The shifter carts are just plain old scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. If they're it, it geared, like if they're, yeah, if they're geared for a a big track, you can do a hundred ten miles an hour with your butt yeah. one inch off the ground. That's that's crazy. That is insane because the they don't really have much in the way of any kind of protection. I mean, some of the folks we saw, the advanced folks, uh, we'll paint the picture a little bit. Uh, so first of all, uh, this came uh, thanks to our relationship with the track at Asheville. This was a, a group event. Uh, with the group from Asheville that uh, members and people that, that go to the track at Asheville where we did the live show uh, about a month ago or so now. Uh, what a great group of people. Uh, Claire Napier was on the show with us for a segment uh, a few episodes back. Uh, she was there. 
Uh, Joel was there. Ryan was there. Uh, Duncan, some some of the folks that we had on the air with us, uh, and then some more people that we met, and some people we didn't meet uh, when we visited were out, uh, and we got to meet some new folks. Uh, what a community that is, and I believe this is going to be something uh, from hearing from everybody that's going to happen maybe once a quarter going forward. So this is going to become a regular thing. I hope so. And it's very it's a good situation because if you so at GoPro if you get a minimum of eight people. Uh, we had a little more. We had, what, 15, 14, 15 people or so. It's quite a few, yeah. Uh, but a minimum of eight, uh, you you book it as a group, a group event, and you check in, and you get your own room, like a corporate little room. Uh, a staff member from the, from GoPro uh, will kind of walk you through everything and, and, and work with your group. Uh, you get your own projector with your own, your all's stats, lineups, and everything else, and you get your three sessions that, you, that the typical walk-up person doesn't get. You get a uh, 10-minute practice, then a break, and other carts go out, walk-ups go out. You take the break and kind of talk. Uh, then you get a 10-minute qualifying session. So you've gotten used to the track after the 10 minutes. Then you you try to do flying laps. And then you do the 10-minute uh, race with a standing start on the grid. You do a an out-lap. Uh, they, they line you up on the start-finish start line in the little uh, start boxes like Formula One. You sit there and you wait. And uh, they wave the green flag like the lights, and you, everybody goes on a standing start. And uh, holy hell, we're going to get to that, Rob. No, I was going to say that's crazy that they actually had standing starts, like with people, you know, with varying levels of experience. Like when I went to the Orlando Karting Center, it wasn't like that. Well, this, uh, this at GoPro, the typical walk up. So let's say you're in Mooresville, you're in Charlotte, and you decide, or or just there, you decide, I'm going to go to GoPro and just I'm going to do some sessions. I just want to drive the carts on this outdoor course. Uh, you're not going to get to do a standing start type of race like that or a structured format type like that without being a part of a group. Uh, you would just come up and basically do 10-minute hot lap sessions as much as you pay for. But if you're not in a group, uh, from what I could tell from what we understood of how it works, you're not going to get that practice quality race with a standing start if you're not with your group. And the beautiful thing about the group is uh, you're only on track with people in your group. They don't mix other people there. So you know everybody you're with. Uh, the beautiful thing about this group of people that we raced with is uh, everybody being members or, or participants in uh, the track at Asheville, where one, they're sim racers, which is right up our alley. It's what we're doing here. Um, so they're people that, that love racing, that are sim racers. They're not just there to goof off. Uh, they know racecraft, generally speaking. They know racecraft. Um there were different challenges. So Bradley and I will talk about it. And I'm sure Jerry is somebody that's done some competitive karting and Rob, you did it in Orlando. Uh, Patrick and I did it indoors. Uh, I'll say to uh, Patrick, we need to get you outdoors because this was yes. like the whole new level. Come outside with us. Come out to the light. How big was the track? How big was the track? I, I can't tell you exactly how long it was, but it, it was, it was nice. It was not, it was okay. a good track. Okay. It was one of those good tracks. It had so so walking through the sections, Bradley, help me with this. It's it's you had this the, the front straight, which you could get some speed. Uh, it was a very cool. So I mean, if you want to Google GoPro Motorplex right now, as it, you, yeah, as you listen, it's modeled off of track. yes, it's modeled off of uh, a an older, I guess, famous European karting track. Uh, I yeah, it's point seven I, yeah, of a mile. Yeah, the name escapes me, but it's modeled exactly after that. I mean, there's like a, there's historical pictures of that track um, on the walls at this place. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's got the uh, obviously the front stretch with the grid and it comes into more of like a wide open sweeping 
uh, first turn, and then it comes into like a little kink, uh, but where with a kind of a, it's kind of like an S, but you can cut the corner there full speed, um, full speed, and then the you come into, yeah, yes. yeah, um, but then you come into turn a four. sweeping, you turn four, very, you can go full throttle. Um, it looks like a sharp corner. Um, it's turn three actually. You come through at full speed. Um, and just track out and carry all that speed down the back straight. And I tell you what, at the end of the back straight, the sense of speed, the feeling of the air, I mean, certainly a top speed, what, 55 miles an hour, 60. Yeah. Um, surely you were reaching most of that because it felt, you felt like if you wrecked, you'd get hurt. That's what that's I right. thought. Now that, but when, you're, when you're doing it one inch off the ground, it makes a big difference too. Well, yeah, it yeah. feels like you're flying. Yeah. It did. Yeah. And it felt like I was flying. And I, I don't, I'm not going to, you know, I won't take away from that. It is what it felt like. I, I felt the sense of physical danger, which I feel like yeah. you kind of need. And I will say this is an interesting thing because in sim racing, we always talk about the comparison between the two. Uh, we always wonder uh, how would it translate when I go actually physically racing for the first time or, or, or in any, any capacity. Obviously, a cart is different from. Uh, a car, obviously, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna conflate the two, but uh, fast carts and an outdoor course. I mean, there's a sense of physical danger. I felt it. I did feel it out there, and I, and I, uh, I felt that it was, it was in my mind, maybe even the back of my mind, uh, especially as on this GoPro course, as you go into turn four, you're at your highest speed, and it's a thrill, it's a rush, uh, and I, I think every lap I did in all three sessions, it was never lost on me that that adrenaline rush. Uh, I can only imagine in a real car on a big track, you know, even for a track day or whatever it might be, um, being able to well, push there's, the limits. Th- there's something about the just racing, you know, live racing. I mean, I, I'm curious. I, I was even thinking about the other day. I put my heart monitor on. I want to put my heart monitor on when I do a, a mm-hmm. sim race and I racing. But, you know, I raced carts for uh, uh, several years and it didn't matter whether it was, you know, the first race or the last race. You still get an adrenaline rush every time you're out on the track. It doesn't matter how many times you've done that track, how many times you've done the same thing. Um, there's still a rush to it, just like there is in in iRacing. Yeah, you you definitely get that in iRacing. I, I'm, I'll say, I mean, uh, my mind is kind of all in a tiz about the whole thing. I'm trying to to pace myself as we re, relive it, retell it. Uh, but I will say, as you know, going to the grid, especially with the standing start situation as you slow down in turn 11 and you round that final corner and they're wait, they're getting you positioned on your grid spot uh, and then you're sitting there in your grid spot waiting for the ones behind you to grid and waiting for the green to go uh, I got that sense of the butterflies like when I was first getting into iRacing when you first get into your first endurance well, you would race. still get that yeah if you're at but say it, the Daytona 24 you, you feel the pressure you, of the moment you feel it for those big events in iRacing but there was a time in, in sim racing where I got that feeling for for every session with other people that I got true, into when I was true. new to it but that has gone away over time and it will go away and that becomes that complacency where you make maybe more mistakes uh, that got I remember the butterflies in, in our in the Oval League that we returned in Cyber Thunder yeah. back in 2020 uh, I had not raced oval, oval uh, ovals, and I had not raced in league racing for years because I had gotten out of iRacing. racing. Uh, and getting back into it, I felt those nerves again. Every restart, after every caution, always felt those nerves, and, and that kind of got me addicted to it. But then that wears off, and you get complacent, and, and things change. You adjust, you get used to things. Uh, and I felt that feeling again out here with these carts, uh, with this group of folks. 
And uh, I, I mean, that that stuck with me a lot. That's that's addicting. It gets you hooked to it. Uh, as far as performance, I know, Jerry, you were you were giving us tips. You were telling us that momentum, maintaining momentum is the biggest tip when you go racing like this. That, that's what I thought. What do you think? Was it was it a, a, yes. a need? Yeah, because these are not uh, they're not super fast cars. So when you got when you lost a certain amount of speed, I could feel it kind of struggling to bring you back to that pace. Uh, right. Once I once you got up to a certain speed, um, it, I mean, you felt like you were going. But in some of the slower corners, uh, there's one in particular which Tyler had an issue. I'll let him tell the story. Yeah. Um, in that one tight corner in particular, if you didn't hit it right, which I never hit it right, I always cut too close to with the apex and didn't fan out wide enough. I would lose scrub off so much speed that when I hit the gas, it was almost as though I was coming from a complete stop, mm-hmm. and you could just hear the motor just. Struggling, struggling to bring yep. it back. Yep. Well, also, because I'm a fat ass. Well, well that was going to say, what was my tip number two? Be, lose, a, lose a bunch of weight. Lose weight, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weight Believe is huge. You. That was your advice, right? Fair yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Start cutting. Get rid of as much as you can before Cut the race. <laughs> Stay away from the hot wing bar, folks. <laughs> yeah, no, no pizza and wings. We did that. Uh, no mozzarella. Gas station tater tots. <laughs> yeah. <Gas> station <laughs> the weight <laughs> thing. You don't know what you just asked of time. Yeah. I love the weight thing tater. runs. Sorry, the weight weight thing runs across all karting, though. I mean, we ran two cycle motors. We ran twenty eight horse motors. I think yours. It looks like we're thirteen horse motors. So we we certainly had a little more power um and they class you by weight but but you still even with the 28 horse motor you still had the issue of um a 17 year old kid that weighed 40 pounds or 30 pounds less was going to kick your ass every race yeah i i definitely for my part i'm not obese i mean i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna I mean, we're not talking. About, we're not talking about what's on the doctor. Was that, was that the dog? Did I hear the dog? <laughs> That's my doctor on the. Yeah, your doctor's Larry David. I'm not. I'm not a slob. I mean, let's. I mean, come on now, give me some slack. I'm not a slob. Well, nobody's a slob. I'm on we, camera. We appreciate all body types. But I'm. I. I actually. I, I work out. I have a lot of muscle. Yeah. I'm. Right. I'm over 200 pounds. Okay. I'm not light. Uh, okay. So uh, it's a little extra work for the cart, and I felt it in the very the slowest corner turn eight of GoPro Motorplex. The, the slowest spot, I would always break either too late or just not enough. And I would always slide out towards the curb and uh, always, I could hear, like Bradley said, I could hear the engine struggling to pull me <laughs> into the next would Rob, I was behind him and would literally go, why do I have to do so so I forgot to mention it I forgot to mention it but did you do that thing where you lean forward and push 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 with your body to try and get it going (laughs) it's like you're doing it doggy style you're in the back trying to get that cart to go (laughs) Jerry Isaacs ladies and gentlemen (laughs) Uh, like you're coaxing it forward I know what you're talking about actually no I did not do that okay Uh, my, my bad habit of trying to physically make the cart go faster than it's physically able to go is pushing the throttle so hard I get a leg a calf cramp. <laughs> That's my problem. Is I have to realize that the pedal is only going to go to the bottom, and if you if you just kill it with your leg and give yourself a cramp, it's not helping. Yeah, yeah, you can't push it any farther. <laughs> um, so that was a problem I noticed. I, I wasn't keeping momentum in like let's call it uh, a hairpin type of turn. Maybe that's the best way to describe it is a hairpin type of turn. As, yeah, close, to that sure. as, you, yeah. as close to a hairpin as you would get on this course. Um, 
So if you're looking, if you're listening along and you're, and you, and you're looking at a map of the course, uh, out of that hairpin type of turn eight, the slow corner, uh, you then go into like the inside of the, of the course, which is uh, turn nine uh, into, I think, turn 10 or so. Uh, and as I get it back on my screen, turn nine, basically the whole complex is, is turn nine on a diagram of this track. Uh, it's a really interesting kind of tight inside area. Uh, I clipped, so I wrecked in the. I was right behind him when this was happened. that practice or qualify. Uh, it was. It was practice. It was practice. It was the, the first, first time you were out. Um, I I got pretty. I first jarred myself too, I believe. Yeah, I jarred myself. I I was turning my head and looking too much behind me at who was coming up. I was paranoid about cutting somebody off in the corner, uh, who was on my inside or outside. And causing myself to spin, flip, and break my neck, I was so paranoid about getting injured. Basically, uh, I lost. A I just didn't want to. Cut. I I was looking too. Well, yeah, I, I just didn't want to cut anybody off. Yeah, you don't want to be because you have no mirrors. You have Obviously. you have to have some awareness of what's going on. Uh, I was worried about well being a dick. There's was, there's a reason why you have no mirrors. You're not <laughs> supposed you. to be looking back. <laughs> and I did. And you, do you do you want to know what happened, Jerry? To me target fixation you if you were looking back i'm assuming you turned the wheel yeah well i was looking back and i wasn't looking forward yeah and this I, was a pain i hit the curb and i went flying oh well, no. no let me give you an accurate depiction because i was right behind tyler i was actually right up on him i was in the mode of racing him he was the carrot on the stick for me and uh he all i saw is he cut the corner too much he hit the sausage and if you've ever played mario kart uh, when you run over the uh, banana peel, banana. that's exactly what happened. He clipped the sausage curb and just spun completely 360 around. Thank God out of my path because I would have hit him. And uh, that's all I saw of Tyler. I just assumed he, he lost his life. I, I'm convinced Bradley sent a turtle shell at me. Probably did. <laughs> that's I had activated my star and I touched you. That's what happened. Oh, Christ. That's what I, I touched you with my star. Oh, God. On the sausage <laughs> curb? Yes, um, on, the, on the sausage curb. The sausage curb. Tyler had a little too much sausage. I hit the sausage <laughs> curb. <laughs> a little bit I too much tumbling. sausage there. So, so, so you just spun. You didn't flip the cart or anything. I didn't no, flip, he didn't flip. But it was a pretty violent God, little, we can only hope. It was a little violent little... Uh, yeah, I saw it and I was like, oh my, like we, it's like, it was he, jarring. Yeah, it was like Tyler's a fighter pilot and I'm his wingman and I just saw him lost. I'm like, oh, we got a man down. And he kept going. Man down. And I well, kept going. Of course going. he kept going. There's a competition. You don't yeah. stop to pick I, up I'm the like, wounded. What, uh, yeah. What <laughs> What became of him? I, I never knew. I, I got a local yellow out of the deal, but yeah. I got it back underway and everything yeah. was fine. So that was my first. Uh, you didn't bend a tie rod injury. or anything? No, no, no injuries to my car. And they uh, did not have to assist you in. Uh, nope. Bringing it back. I, I did not get stranded so. or stuck. I didn't have to raise both hands. <laughs> I had to do that. He didn't come with I felt like a jackass. <laughs> oh, you had to raise your hands? I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I spun spy. around and I couldn't get it face. Oh, wow. Right. I, I didn't see Patrick get emasculated in that way. <laughs> <laughs> As this teenager just went yeah. roaring past me hey, in bro. this indoor cart carting facility yeah. in Indianapolis. Speedway indoor yeah. carting. This was this was something else. I mean, yeah, this was uh, it was legit in my mind. I mean, with no well, nothing to qualify with. I mean, this was. I mean, for uh, for you, me, and Tyler, this was amazing. Well, so Brett, so well, are you are you wishing it was closer so you could join a league? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. isn't it's it two and a half hours from where we? And let me uh, while we're on the point of the carding that you and Patrick did. Uh, one of the guys from the track uh, that was there first had mentioned we had 
me and Tyler had mentioned we had never done this kind of thing before. We had done indoor karting before, and he made the reference, uh, which was very astute, uh, which this is for real racing and real driving and real cars. Uh, the indoor karting is like autocross to this as a real track day out on a track with the car. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's uh, that's an interesting observation to make. Uh, because it's very accurate. The the indoor karting we did in Atlanta, and I'm sure what you guys did in Indianapolis, um, just a much slower, different kind of level of thing, obviously. And this is much faster, much more, I'd, I would say, technical, I guess, for lack of a better term. Sure. Um, I mean, there's just more involved in this. Obviously, you're using the brakes to much more effect. You have to know where you, have, where you can go flat, just like in real racing and real track. Uh, I lost so much time because, for example, in turn three, onto the back straight, it took me all the way until the actual race to realize I could take that flat. So you were trying to feel that out. Yes. I was too. Yes. Bradley and I both, as first-time outdoor karting guys, were feeling this out the same exact way we would feel out a track that was new to us in iRacing. Yeah. Uh, we were being Going in easy. Each, each easy. corner, breaking every single corner. And then, then ramping it yeah, up. Yeah, pushing. Ramping uh, it up. Finding out how deep I could, if, where you had to break. And there were some corners you had to break. Uh, how deep you could go, and then how how quickly you could jump on throttle. And the cart would unsettle a few times. I would jump on too quick, and the cart would unsettle a few times. I broke in it with these carts. If you break, if you don't break in a straight line, you're going to go around. And I I made that mistake a couple times, and it gave me the scare of, of a lifetime for me. Yeah. Um, but I saved it. Thank goodness. Did not. Now, now did this. you learn the trick of? Uh, breaking and accelerating at the same time to try and no. uh, keep the motor. I, I swear somebody said uh, during one of our breaks that when you hit the brake, it, it, you can't do both at one time. It, one cancels the other out. Okay, so they may have done. that type of cart may have a, yeah, like a safety yeah. or something. That's what's like at Orlando, too. They said you can't do both. Do not try to do both. Tell us yeah. about Orlando, Rob. Was It an out, It was outdoor like this, correct? Yeah, it's outdoor in the exact same length, 0.7 of a mile. Um nice. It was, oh, it was good. We didn't, I don't think we raced the full 0.7. I think it was on a little shorter of a configuration because I'm just looking at the GoPro one. I'm like, okay, like, that definitely looks like there's more turns. Um, well, it was good. It was, I don't know, it wasn't very friendly of an outfit. It was kind of really? dingy. Yeah. And like, dingy. Well, that's yeah, Orlando. And like the guys Orlando. put this fucking scare of fucking God into Kayla whenever he was like going through like the little safety thing and being like, if you spin out, you will get a warning. If you spin out, I have the right to remove you from the track. And like, oh, really, like, oh, come on. Really okay, that's, like, that's because it's a tourist trap. It's not a karting complex. Right. It's a tourist trap. Yeah. Go. So let me paint the picture for GoPro. We, we got emailed our stats of each of the sessions. Yeah. Just like in iRacing, just like VRS data. And he tells you the fastest laps or the fastest people of the week. Landon Castle, one of the folks of fastest of the week. There's couple, there was some other names. Josh there. Barry. Josh yeah. Barry. They did I mean, that in Orlando people, too, but yeah, I didn't opt into it. I didn't give him my email. But NASCAR drivers that live in Mooresville, Charlotte, Lake Norman area go to GoPro on the regular. That's pretty clear after getting that data. Yep. Uh, in between our sessions, uh, young kids and adults, uh, with fire suits, racing shoes, full outfits, little, you know, trucks and haulers, uh, with the, with their real big racing fast car. Okay. They're not fire there doing testing. I mean, they're it had that suits. environment. It had that buzz of a real racing. Yeah. I mean, on the way to the, to this track, you're passing by Kyle Busch motorsports. You're pass, JR, passing, Junior uh, motorsports. yeah, JR motorsports. You're passing, uh, wind tunnels. Yeah, facilities. Wind tunnels, yes, for, there was, for racing. There were two wind tunnels right as you were on yeah. the road to it. 
So even as you're approaching the grounds, you start to get that buzz. Uh, it, it's definitely got that going for it, without a doubt. And obviously with NASCAR driver or NASCAR owner as well, uh, owning it even more so. Uh, it, it, it's a place we're going to have to have an Into the Apex convention in the Charlotte area. <laughs> get everybody down and we're going to have, have some competitions. That's a conclusion that Bradley and I drew uh, from this, is that this is a gift that we'll keep on giving. They offer uh, an endurance thing there. That's what we need. We're, we're working I, on I looked up. I looked it up online just now. They um, do a um, what is it called? It's like an enduro team race. It's thirty minute practice with, yes. and then a qualifying round with that, and then a sixty minute rate and yeah, thirty minute practice and then thirty minute qualifying per each Ooh. driver on the team or whatever, and then there's an hour race and it in duration the whole thing is about two and a half three hours. Ooh, we'd, have to do some, we'd have to do some refueling in an endurance cart race. I well, they would swap new carts. Out. Mm, is that right? Yeah. No, not <laughs> a 60 no. minute race. You you'd have to refuel. Refuel. No, you no, no. Unless you got a not in, those, in there. Not in those carts. I don't think. In a six hour, like we were looking at at yes. Virginia International Raceways karting track, you would have to refuel. Is that right? Yep. yep. Uh, Speaking of fuel. Oh, Brad. Well, Bradley got a couple free. Speaking we're going to be going back because Bradley got a couple free uh, <laughs> races. Yeah. So, uh, Bradley, you want to share that? You yeah. share? Yeah. So, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before I forget. Yeah. So, so who won between the two of you in the race? Set? I did. Bradley, because I spun he racing spun Bradley in the actual race. He did. Yeah. Okay. Tyler spun okay. twice. If, if you didn't catch that. Well, I, I thought I one was in the once. practice. Okay. Yeah. In the so. race, in the race, I spun. Because I was yeah. I was fast. Let me be clear. Let's be. He didn't have the faster time than me, but that doesn't matter Correct. in a race for position. So let's be absolutely clear. In the race, we we take the grid. We take the starts and standing start. It feels just like F one. I feel like an Akita Mazepin the whole way. Uh, <laughs> in turn one, I I all courage, all courage. I I have to admit, all courage. I faded from me because I got into turn one. I started to go towards the far inside line, and it's a it's a left to right corner. And then a little chicane, and then and then go straight on. Uh, I looked, glanced over my left shoulder, and saw nothing but cart, 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 cart. Uh, and I clipped a curb and cut the course because I knew that I, I was afraid I would get hooked and get pile drived by carts. <laughs> uh, so I kind of I kind of was pussyfooting it around there, and I lost a lot of positions because I just. I, I didn't know what was going to happen <laughs> and lost a little courage. Turn one, then, is, uh, I catch up to Bradley. And I'm much faster than Bradley. Are much you? faster than Bradley. How did you not end up past me? Because as You're I much was faster. As, as I had the carrot on the stick, I overdrove it into turn nine again, and I spun. So that makes you the inferior driver, for what I'm hearing. <laughs> it makes basically my iRacing racing right, career, right, fellas, right, fellas. My iRacing. He's an inferior driver. No. If he can't keep control of his vehicle. Sounds like his iRacing racing career manifested in the flesh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my man. Thank you for finishing my, my thought. It, yes, that's exactly what happened. What Just over. You, you have to finish to finish first. Yeah, yeah. Your eyes get a little bit bigger than your talent. Yeah, Ooh. that's that's basically how things went. Uh, because I mean, let's be clear, Bradley and I had never done this type of karting before, ever. So it was completely new. I feel like it went okay for having. But, never but done anyway, it Bradley, yeah, uh, the Bradley, you got a couple of free rounds of. Yeah, I got racing. a couple of free races. Uh, so yeah, the first practice session, first time ever in these carts. Um, we had some uh, some plans for later in the day. So I wore a decent pair of jeans. Probably a mistake on my part uh, for doing this. Probably won't do that again. 
Um, cause usually with this type of thing, you just end up smelling like exhaust and such. I mean, it's just not, not, you wouldn't dress, you know, I wouldn't say you would dress nicely for this kind of thing. Yeah. Bradley had a tuxedo on. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had a decent pair of jeans for going out later. Uh, wore my Hyundai Elantra in they made it, They made his ass look nice. Yeah. Oh, jeans. That's what he's trying to say. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. yes. No, it's not. Okay. Um, but anyway, dressed, uh, properly for, you know, it was a little chilly. Thinking, well, I need some long pants and such, yeah. um, in case I wreck or something. And uh, <laughs> he puts so Bradley's wearing a pair these of chaps. chaps on. Yeah, he's wearing these chaps. Um, so I'm doing that, going to the car. You know, get in the car, start the practice round. It's going great. Um, feels amazing. The speed is just it just feels awesome with that speed of cart. And uh, start feeling a little bit of wet uh, in my like thigh slash crotch area. A bit of moisture in that kind region. of the, the normal feeling you get when on a long drive. Yeah, exactly. When I'm in a sports car, it's like oh, there's nothing out of the out of the ordinary here. Yeah. Little napkin. Bradley yeah. needs a napkin for a seat. So I start. Uh, I start. I mean, it's, it's a good ways into this 10 minute session, which the 10 minutes uh, in the car it's felt like a while uh, compared to what we would get, you know, at the indoor area and such. Um, start noticing it's a little bit wet, and I look down and I see a massive amount of fuel because in these carts the fuel tank is between your legs you have the of course the brake on the on the left gas on the right and a clear fuel tank in between your legs right below the wheel um and you're kind of straddling it there Mm -hmm. and every time i would take a a, a right-hander that would move gravity and push everything to the left the fuel would just fly fly out of the top of the tank uh and did, I said, did you I'm not forget to put drip. the uh, grid on? The- no, I, I, well, I, I did that down the front stretch. I would uh, have the time. I would reach down and try to tighten the lid. I took my fist at one point and just smashed it, <laughs> thinking that's what it was. Oh and, my God. Uh, I, I hope people saw that. Um, but it didn't work. It was to no avail because, once again, as I took that, especially that the two, to- the two corners, the one onto the back strat- stretch, which is very high speed. And the one at the end of that, which uh, you can take pretty quick after breaking, it would just, it would fly and then the wind would just throw it back on me or the <laughs> air from the car. And when I get, and, and here's my thought process. One, I wasn't entirely sure what it was at first. I'm like, like, oh, where's that? Where's the water myself. No, I'm like, where's the water coming from? Because it took me a while to realize it. It was towards the end, middle end of the session. But then I looked and I'm like, it's not fixing itself. I suppose I should probably. <laughs> Being that I'm covered in an ignitable liquid, <laughs> I should probably come into the pits and exchange cards um, or to address this in some fashion. But then I realized that we're in a timed session. And although the rate for this is is quite good for a big group, I think it was just, just over $100 uh, for these three sessions. If I go in and switch cards, one, is anybody even there to give me a new card? Will they allow me back on track covered in gasoline <laughs> and still how much time how much time would i lose okay so let me let me guess session? you pee yourself to disguise it so they don't know it's gas <laughs> i mean if, if you urinate to the scent of with a scent of gas <laughs> then god help you because it, it was pungent it was yeah, I, let, yeah. Me, let me give you let me move you into the future Bradley, here. Bradley. Wait, no no let me move it, you into the future exactly how much gasoline was on your body it soaked all the way through like 
So in your crotch, yes, gasoline in your crotch. It didn't yeah. burn. It did. It did. did, did it through, That's not the first time that. Did it, it go did. through to your underpants? I mean, it's a possibility. <laughs> I was I was startled. Did it go beyond your underpants? I I don't know. Okay, let's just, just we're not we're not no. going. Oh. No, no, no. We're not Shutting going it down. Shutting it down. Yeah, we're not going. <laughs> Executive decision. <laughs> just. I mean, if you if you want to if you want to simulate this, feel free to go get a gas can or do do you what you want to do. With yeah, it. just fucking dose yourself and then <laughs> you know, take a piss and see how it feels. But no, let me tell you this. Continue, let me yes. tell you. Let's continue. Let well, continue. let me move you into the future. Um, I how have far. Now I have you know, today. I I have no uh, experience with uh, removing uh, gasoline out of clothing. Uh, what I've learned is it's probably best to just throw those things away. Uh, because what I, I would consider those that clothing valuable to me, um, I did try to wash those uh, in the washing machine, and that was a big fucking mistake. <laughs> because now my washing machine, everything that was in the washing machine, everything that's in the dryer, now smells faintly like gasoline. <laughs> I, I, I and the just, clothes still smell like gas. I, hey, Bradley, Bradley, just take a, 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 a lighter and you can burn the gas off. It won't hurt your clothes yes. at all. It just burns the outer layer of the gas off. <laughs> I, I can't get past. I just wanted to be caught on fire. I to, wanted to, to be, be a burning man. To be clear, the tra- uh, GoPro yes. made it right. I made it. Yeah, I made them aware of it. And uh, more, yeah, more or less, not really. I wasn't really upset about it because I thank God I had a change of clothes. I just wanted to let them know this was there. And they did take the card out of circulation. They did give me two free races. Yeah, I you, your clothes are ruined. Now all the stuff you want to wash will be ruined because it's all going to smell like yeah. gas. Like, I got two free races. <laughs> I got two yeah. free I lost, races. Uh, I lost my free Hyundai shirt from uh, Daytona. I'd be making them wow. buy me a new washer. <laughs> yeah, I was about oh. to say, the, what about the washer and dryer? Uh, I'm more, I'm more, I can't get past the hell with the washer and dryer and the, the aftermath when you get home. You're driving a cart. Covered in flammable liquid. <laughs> and just, it just keeps on driving going, oh, I don't want to waste my $5 for this. <laughs> at least he wasn't oh, like trickle 20. out there smoking his more like He's also probably thinking about track position too, though. What yeah. if you I did, I did what any good competition-minded driver would do. You we covered it. in racing fuel. Yes. Push through. You push through it. That's why you're my teammate. That's why you're my teammate. Yeah. <laughs> what if you would ignite? Hell yeah, Rob. Hell yeah. We're gonna win a race together. What if I, I just if I'm doused I'll keep going even if I'm doused with fuel. <laughs> Unless I, just, I see a spark, everything's okay. I just picture Bradley driving a fast cart at fifty five fifty five. Oh, I was miles careful hour, after that. Just doused in flames. Fucking ghost rider on the GoPro motorplex. <laughs> Well, no, you know what? What, I if, what if you'd bottomed out and hit a spark? Yes, he would have burst into flames. Jerry, Jerry, I would have gotten five free races, <laughs> <laughs> and it would have been fucking worth it. And a new face. Yeah. <laughs> Stop, drop, and roll, baby. <laughs> no, here's what I consider it. This, I just call it. Put it like this: I, I've developed the new for motorsport fans only. Gucci paddock cologne. <laughs> and let me tell you, let me tell you, it's good stuff. Oh, really? Now, it's got a fume to it. It's yeah. got a petrol. To it. 
I could see him the next date. He goes on, he stops at the gas station, pulls out the pump, points it at his crotch. And yes. Shift the gallon. More. Well, he's got to wait for more. gas prices. Get under $4. <laughs> Petrol by Matt Sim Racing. Into the Apex presents Paddock Fuel. Live dangerously. Can cause third degree burns. Stay away from open flames and sparks. It's also crotch cologne, just so we're clear. Yeah. Yeah. You just dose your crotch in it. So after that, you know, soaks through to your. <laughs> you Yeah, what do you All think the chances of getting a blowjob are? <laughs> oh, bro, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Too far. Too far, Jerry. Too far. Too far. Is that too far? Oh, I'm sorry. I, mean, I mean, I was talking about face transplants, so probably guess not too far. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like a crotch cologne that you had to put on with your pants on. Then again, I guess <laughs> for Bradley, it's probably normal. She puts her mouth on it and then. No, <laughs> no, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. God. No, Jerry. <laughs> what is that taste? <laughs> hit the dump button. Somebody hit the dump, dump button. Where's the dump button? Somebody find the Sorry, dump sorry, sorry. So, uh, we, okay, we I'm done. done. No, I condone you. this behavior. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked you down the road. You Get just, uh, yeah. you know. Bradley, Bradley cracked the door. You just sashayed right through it, sir. Yeah, there you go. That's all. <laughs> uh, What's like a Dollar Shave Club? You got the one wipe Charlie's. You got the spray. I mean, it's 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 a modern <laughs> thing. Now. Well, I, I think in short, we can you address all be, it. We can all. Uh, it's it's a terrible shame that uh, that Bradley did not burst into flames and spontaneously combust. Would have been an interesting first time carding. That's because for sure. the first. I mean, <laughs> you know, is cracking. You know up exactly. Uh, the funny <laughs> thing great. is, you know exactly what would be the most burned part of your body. Yeah. Oh, well, let me just tell you this: yeah. before I go back, I'm buying a fire suit. Okay, okay. I said, no. wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, hold on. Just so, just so you know, in carding, you don't wear a fire suit. What were they? Those guys were wearing fire suits. No, no, they weren't. They weren't. Those are carding suits. Carding suits okay. are different. They're not for fire. They're in case you turn or roll. They're for abrasion on the cement. Oh, They're see. really not fire retardant. Okay. Well, I'm going to buy something. That's, I'm going to buy... Uh, one of those uh, aluminum-looking suits that you go to volcanoes in. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, card in one of those, and I'm, and I'm gonna have a welder's helmet on. Well, then we Bradley went to pull up his Hyundai Elantra in at the at the Shell. Oh yeah, I had a bad day station. yesterday, and he he got sprayed by the, the yeah. Gas I got the pump. gas. I went to the sh- the sheets, and I went to pump the gas. I paid. I pulled the uh, the pump off of the little thing to put into the gas tank, and I didn't pull the trigger. And just as the I was, trigger. yeah, and just what? the hand, whatever the thing, to pump the gas, I didn't pull that. I didn't even touch it. And as I was moving it, listen to me, listen to me. No, I'm trying, but it's another sex story. I'm sure you told your girlfriend that before. I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't Jerry touch it. Tickled. I swear. I, I love tickles, Jerry. I Jerry's love Jerry's tickle pink. He's tickled and I like it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard this tone. Yeah, Jerry's laughed this loud. This is great. Jerry's, I love Jerry's, it. Jerry's straightening tears. himself out. Tears coming down. I could just, <laughs> just see Bradley. So Jerry, Jerry, this, this story is just for you, Jerry. Jerry, this okay. story is just okay. for you. Okay, okay go on. Uncontrollably, you yeah. can't stop it. This, uh, it, it, uh, the fuel, uh, I'm not even going to say what I was going to Finish your story, Bradley. Uh, So, yeah, I I pulled the thing out, and I was... (laughs) (laughs) Don't burn it like that. Don't burn it like that, man. Yeah. 
Sherry's got my mind all in a so, certain place. So I was pulling out the swizzle stick. <laughs> as you were, as you were. Okay, you didn't pull the trigger or anything. Yeah. I, I didn't touch anything. Out. He just had a loaded gun. That's all. Yeah. yeah. So Bradley engaged the fueling. I did not. No, 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 no. Uh, I had the thing as I was moving it to go into the the place where you put the gas in the car. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really taking a lot of pain to not say the hole where you pump the gas into. Just, just go on. Go just on. go. Just go. Just go. But You're anyways, gonna take this over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah, gas started pouring out all over the side of my Elantra Inn for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> just started pumping out. So, like a volcano. You're I'm a gas magnet. Yeah. You're a gas so I, I put the gas in and started pumping it, and thank God I had some spray, cleaner spray and some cloths, and I cleaned it off. You know, Whatever damage that would do, if any, I just I had to clean it off of there. My takeaway from this whole story is uh, somebody, for the love of God, please light Bradley on fire and put him <laughs> in. Uh, we, we drove across the state yesterday, and I, we passed uh, a few gas trucks, and I told Tyler, hold on to your hat, because with our luck and my luck and fuel today, we're going to run right into that motherfucker thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Let's uh we're gonna take a break with that. We'll be right back on Into the Apex, the second half. I don't know what's gonna happen. We'll be back. Setups, whether you love them or hate them, they're one of the most important elements of sim racing. However, so many of us don't have time to painstakingly tweak every value to create a good setup. Never mind the hours of work required to find game-breaking exports to make you even quicker. Coach Dave Academy has created competitive iRacing setups developed by professional sim racers and engineers that are designed to enhance your performance in the most popular sim racing game in the world. Receive new setups for iRacing season car and track combinations every week, giving you the time and pace to be able to focus on racing on the track rather than being sat in pit lane. All the setups follow real driver feedback and come with the MoTeC data and replay files, helping you improve not just your car setups, but also your driving technique. The best part? When you sign up, the first week is free, which means you can test the setups for yourself before committing to a monthly membership. Check them out at coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. That's coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. This episode is brought to you by the racing fans at Great Hire HR. Whether you're hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire will let you keep doing what is important, running your business. For more information, visit greathirehr.com. That's greathirehr.com. You've just achieved your greatest accomplishment as a sim racer. Now what? Don't let it become just another stat you never see. Alien Awards is a service run by and for sim racers, creating clearly printed plaques on solid surfaces, something you can display proudly to mark your major victory and show off your team and sponsors. Whether you're an individual driver looking to create a memory or a league owner looking to take your season to the next level, Alien Awards can help. These are quality awards I know because I've won one. There are no setup or design fees, and shipping in the U.S. is free. Take your sim racing career to new heights. Visit alienawards.net. That's alienawards.net. This episode is finally brought to you by Bad Weather Brewing Company, located in St. Paul, Minnesota. Bad Weather Brewing Company serves up craft beers such as the Fog of War Hazy IPA or the Immortal Toast Infused White Stout, and some of the best designed cans you'll see, by the way. For the tap list and to grab your mug, visit badweatherbrewery.com. <laughs> we're back on episode 82 
of Into the Apex uh, on a much-needed break. Uh, although I don't know that the second half is not going to go any worse than the first. As far Bradley, as did you go change your pants? Are you uh, Bradley? Uh, I went gap? and uh, it still smells like fuel. <laughs> well, now everything, everything, yeah. a, a few of his things smell like like faint fuel. Yeah. Oh boy, well, it's going to be some uh, spontaneous combustion. Yeah, wouldn't be a terrible thing. I mean, you, you put him in the dryer and you you hope for the best. It's a lot of heat. <laughs> but any anyway, anyway, that's first. That's that was first half stuff. Hey, let's talk about sim racing. Yeah, let's talk about well, this. Yeah, we are episode. we are a quote unquote Look, sim racing show. This is episode eighty two of our show. That's Rob's number in sim racing. That well, it became my number. It wasn't always my number. I'm going to be honest. I just took it. So like sixteen was always my number for everything. I always use sixteen. Why? I don't know. Is that your age target? No, it's just I always I don't know. <laughs> Come on, is that Come on you now. your prime and you know Come on. down here. Maybe Canada's I mean, got hey. different laws. Sixteen anyway, and then whenever I joined Mad Sim and you guys got me into cyber and I went to the Cyber Thunder, there wasn't very num- a lot of numbers left. And I didn't want to have one of the triple digit ones. Oh so, so that's your story. Wonder, Rob, so I just went with eighty two and then I chose it, and then for some reason after racing with it for so long, I just became attached to it. Now I use it for everything. You just got so what you're so it? so he's saying eighty two is my number now. Is that your pin number to your debit card? Yes, we have two digit pin numbers in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Very basic, very simple phone. Two digit yeah. doors Canada are all unlocked. And you have two digit pin codes. You know, we went to uh, we went somewhere. We went to back to Wilkes County this week. Let me go on a tangent. Okay, go. We on went to Wilkes County this week. Uh, we first also- time in a while. And uh, there was, we went to the play to a place, and there was a guy like checking you in and stuff, and a very, very, you know, fairly effeminate Southern accent kind of kind of guy. You see a lot of those in Wilkes County, in particular. And uh, somebody walked in while we were talking to the guy and said, "How you doing?" And he said, "Well, you know, fair to middling, keeping it between the ditch." And I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know that that felt. I, I don't know immediately for some reason. I immediately thought of Prince Edward Island. And I don't know why that is. Rob's native language. Well, because well, we do talk. We have a lot of slang and stuff like that, and it is yeah. a little folksy, I guess you would yeah. say. It, but like, it almost sounded Irish to me. And it I was don't more know why that makes me think of people. I would yeah. say that was closer to Newfie than Prince Edward Island. Yeah. New but Fee. I've never Newfie heard Newfie that. We, yeah, Newfoundland. If you're a Newfie, though, those guys talk real special. Real <laughs> special. <laughs> and, no, it's usually like, "How you doing? Best kind by." Wait, whoa, <laughs> what the what? fuck? Hold that down so you say, how you doing? And they mo- like nine out of 10 times what you're going to hear is best kind by. And no they're saying by? best kind is how they reply. So they're saying like, I'm in the best kind of mood. It's best kind. <laughs> and everyone's by. I never heard this before. We grew up uh, in the mountains just north of uh, Wilkesboro and Wilkes County and spent a good part of our lives in Wilkes County, especially in college years. And I'd never heard, maybe it's just because I've been so far removed, but I'd never heard the response, well, you know, fair to Midland, keeping it between the ditch. And that sounds like a very local <laughs> type of reference. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Obviously, in eastern North Carolina, uh, the accent, the southern accent is very different than in western and North Carolina. You can pick it out if I, you've been here for a long time. I'm particularly happy that we had both Patrick and Rob in eastern North Carolina because of this show. Yes. We exposed you each to Eastern North Carolina when I, I suspect otherwise you would not have been exposed here. Absolutely. If not for this program. Oh, uh, I, I would have never had any reason to go to North Carolina. Well, maybe golf, but 
even then, yeah. I probably should. There's still good golf to, to be had here because we have mountains and, and beach. Well, Pinehurst, yeah. but and mountains and beach. And if you're going to come from Canada for golf in North Carolina, you're going to go to Pinehurst, one of the Pinehurst yeah. courses. But can anybody get, golf there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of okay. the courses is open it's, to the public. It's a little bit. Uh, uh, this is off topic, but that's kind of where we're at at this hour. Uh, yeah, you, you have to pay for like a resort stay, so you pay for the oh. resort and like two nights. Like you, you're paying for a whole package. Gotcha. That's how you get on those courses. That's it's like a date on Saturday night. You can't yes. get to business. Yeah. You got to take them to dinner. There's a lot of foreplay. Yeah, we're taking we're taking Rob to dinner. <laughs> but I'm I'm just I say I go that route to say that I'm I'm excited that uh, we get we had these guys down. Maybe Jerry one day we'll get you on the dunes down here in your truck. Oh, I'm in. The dunes, the dunes on the other. I didn't bank. know there were dunes. Isn't it weird? Yeah. There's dunes everywhere. I lived in Oklahoma. We had Little Sahara, the sand dunes. Uh-huh. Last uh, last summer, I went up to Michigan to the Saint Silver Lake area for the sand dunes. I think I don't know what it is. It, 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 there's sand dunes everywhere, and if you put sand dunes in the middle of the Midwest, there's ATVs and trucks on it. Yeah, Indiana. Indiana's got a big. Oh wow. Area for you know. Sand dunes. Crazy. Yeah. Here in North Carolina, you could uh, come down to the Oregon Inlet and uh, you can, I think it's a, it's a state park or a federal park, one of the two. And you can bring, uh, you can camp on the beach and bring an off-road vehicle and fish, camp, do whatever you want to do. It's a pretty cool place, actually. The Oregon Inlet. Look it up. Okay. So your sand dunes are, are attached to the beach. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. On the Outer well, Banks. Okay. Okay. But the ones like in um, in Michigan, Indiana, obviously, Oklahoma, those are just, you're driving, it's farmland, and then just in the middle of nowhere, there's a thousand acres of sand. No idea why, how it got oh, there. Oh, wow. That's bizarre. Interesting. And in the Midwest, if you got a bunch of land and don't know what to do with it, you put off-road vehicles on them. Interesting. Interesting. It's like Fun. the Bahrain Grand Prix. <laughs> the what? Or well, no, the the Dakar rally, rally. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah, more, that's more appropriate. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. I'm thinking I, of the desert. I was gonna say you don't want to put F1 cars on the desert, but you know what? I, th- I seem to think I remember. No, that was ice. They were on the ice, wasn't that Red Bull? Oh yeah, I did yeah. I remember that. They did yeah. one of those demo drives. Yep. I feel yep. like that's a fun run. That's an iRacing fun. I, I, you know what I was thinking uh, on on the iRacing topic specifically. Uh, I was thinking just yesterday, actually. Um, I don't know why it crossed my mind, but I'm like, God, we neglect that Mount Washington hill climb thing. We can do it this summer. We're do our summer, our next series after this uh, Mad Sim GT Racing League. We're, the next season is a uh, uh, a hodgepodge, a potpourri, if you will. I like it. Different races. I like it. We are going to be doing all kinds of things. So we'll put the hill climb in there and we'll put something weird on it. I like that. I, every I feel race, like that's neglected. Every grace is going to be a different discipline, um, different track, different car track combos. And you can either have fun and put up with it or go somewhere else. Please tell me the Patriot course at VIR is on there. <laughs> Just for Rob. Just what for you, Rob. What do you want to race there? What do you want to race there? I would like to race. Honestly, the most fun car I've raced there is uh, the uh, Radical. That's the most. No, seriously, yeah. I love the Radical. I absolutely the Radical's, love it. The Radical's kind of built for that, and that's not what yeah. we're after. Do you <laughs> do you dislike VIR, Rob? Rob, Rob. No, I like VIR. I just don't like like when you're having to drive and drive. You can't just put like some random configuration. 
<laughs> yes, you can if that's the theme of the hour. You sure can. I guess so, but. <laughs> Rob folded instantly. Um, <laughs> I like your career. Maybe so I like do street stocks. There. I'm reasonable. I can be rationed with. You reasoned with. <laughs> Didn't take Reason, a lot. Yeah. You weren't. You weren't very steadfast in your position there, Rob. No. God damn it, Rob. Oh, it was, sorry, sorry. It was an inch uh, deep and a mile wide. <laughs> oh, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> what was wrong? Oh God! Don't excommunicate me. <laughs> 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 kicked out of Mad Sam Racing. Jerry's tickled again. They go ahead and kick me out. I'll just go ahead and start spreading all their lies and deceit all over the internet. <laughs> <laughs> what else is the internet for? <sighs> Rob's Rob's got those Twitter fingers. Rob is very subjective to uh, to social engineering. <laughs> <laughs> Rob didn't take enough webinars. Are, are you saying you know how to push his buttons? Yeah, yeah. Bradley does. Yeah, yeah. Bradley's a button pusher. Rob, Rob is a is like molding clay. Yeah, Bradley knows how to work. That's <laughs> a little large. Bradley, Bradley knows how to work Rob's joystick. That's all I'm saying. That's all we've commented on here. <laughs> uh, up and to the left. Up and to the left. What? <laughs> is that the cheat code? <laughs> I think he does. The old Nintendo 64 uh, yeah. magazine that you could buy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember those. Never could beat that Star Fox box. Oh, Christ. Jeez. Never could do it. What's happening here? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to a racing podcast. Anyway, Star Fox 64. What were we talking about? Numbers in sim racing? Car numbers. numbers. <laughs> that so was Beemans, long ago. Beemans, how'd you come up with your car number? Well, mine's been 91. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bradley's has been 92, and yeah. it's really not, it's a pitiful story. There's well, no yours story. was always 97. Mine is more well, true, no. to, true to story. The reason why it was 97 was because Bradley, when Bradley and I first got into sim racing with in NASCAR 2, 2K3, yes, that's was it really 2003? Yes, it was. That's a long time ago. Yeah, it was. So that was when we started sim racing. And uh, it was been have I mentioned it's our birthday weekend? God, I'm, we're going to die soon. Jesus Christ. It's getting dark. 2K3. You want me to finish the story? Yeah, finish the story. Uh, when we got into it, it was actually, the game was 2003, but we got into it around 2004, 2005. Uh, we were big Chad Little fans in the John Deere Roush car. Uh, we loved that car. We loved Chad Little. So we chose... Well, in our, in our, we loved Chad Little. Yeah, we loved, we, we liked him. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, we... Uh, when we joined the Pigs Racing League, uh, Tyler did the number 97. Um, I don't know how he got that, but he just chose that. Because we got the car. Yeah. We Be- did that livery. Yes. Uh, so you that's how you chose that number. So yep. because you took 97, when I got a PC in a separate version of the game, I just chose something related. I took 92. And I've ever since then, I've always driven the number 92 so, so in all disciplines. Bradley's number is more true to form. Yes. Mine was just subtracting one from yeah, Bradley. Because 97 is often but, not available. But that is a little sentimental. Are you, because... are you saying you're, one, you're just a little less than Bradley? I'm yeah. saying our social security numbers are one digit apart. And our phone numbers. And our phone numbers. That's true. <laughs> okay. Thanks. When you're born... One minute apart from each other, that's just the way things go. Uh, it has nothing to do with how you're born. It's when you apply for your number. That's true. That's that's how it went. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so Bradley's number is, is harkens back to Papyrus. 
Yes. For the for the senior, I've always had the same number. For I've the been, senior, I've been, you could say I've been consistent in that way. Yeah, true. For the senior sim racers that that harken, you know Papyrus. Mm-hmm. Only certain certain people know that because it's a whole new generation. I mean, the, all the NASCAR e NASCAR Coke drivers, all the Pesic, none of them had to have been around during that uh, because everybody that's all of the, it seems like all of the hot sim racers, the pro sim racers, are girls. Are so, are, well, no, they're super young. <laughs> oh, they're sorry. super young, Jerry. All of us old people. No offense to Jerry. Jerry's older than all of us. All right. That's there's there. Those are bore. I, I'm not that I have an exciting one. I probably shouldn't say. Patrick, is there? Wh- what about your number? Jerry really changed the subject when you talk about these. <laughs> <laughs> if you need somebody to talk to, Jerry, we do have an employee assistance program on the. Field. Yeah. <laughs> do we? Yeah, we we just one eight hundred eat shit. <laughs> Just give him a call. But yeah, Patrick, what's your story? Cremation or casket? Um, <laughs> oh no, nothing. Patrick, give nothing Patrick really with a straight save face. Us. Save us, Patrick. Save us. There, there's not a big story behind it. It's just I was born in 1989, so I run the number 89. Speaking okay. of old people, Jesus, yeah, Christ. is that part of your password? Me? But no, no, it's not. Is that your debit card pin number, Patrick? 1989? 1989? No. I bet it is. I just bought no. five hey, things. Hey, he's I actually, now. when I got my debit card, I have not changed the pin since they sent it to me. So it's 1111? What's your debit card number, Patrick? I'm not telling you five. I tried. I, I tried. tried. I tried. Okay. Not that there's anything in there because all my Patrick, money goes to Simmery. Patrick, I am a prince from a faraway land. Well, you're a prince you, from Africa, you are an inheritance. Huh? You are an inheritance to a fortune, and all I need from you is your date of birth, your debit card number, your routing number, and my social security. Yes, Bradley, only last four digits. Bradley needs to buy Winton circuit for my racing. I do. Somebody give this man fourteen dollars, and Bradley can go get fucked for all I care. <laughs> Jerry, I feel like there's a story behind your number. No, I was hoping everybody else would have interesting stories. Um, you know, I run fifty-one. And I, I don't know where this man crush came from, but I had, when I was younger, I had a man crush on Dick Butkus and not the man per se. Good. I don't I even know it. what he looked like. It's just as a football player, um, when I was young and watched football, Dick Butkus was badass and he wore the number 51. And, and ever since then, pretty much anything you put a number on, I've always put 51 on. What was his name Boy. again? Dick, Dick Butkus. Butkus. Okay. That's his I name. You know what? He's one savage, was, savage yeah. dude. If you grew Did up he? with the name Dick Butkus, you would be a badass. And he was a middle linebacker for the Chicago Bears, mm-hmm. and he would knock people out in a game. He yeah, was... He I mean, that was back in the days where you could do anything, and they did anything, and they he did. was a badass. What did he knock him out with? His fist or his oh, forearm. Man. He would yeah. put um, he would put a metal rod um, oh, on did. his <laughs> forearm, and then he'd tape over it and use the metal rod to hit people. Oh uh, no he doubt was, he did that. He was really big on the head slap. He would. Uh, I bet he a did. lot of the linemen did it. But <laughs> what? <laughs> don't 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 pay attention to the peanut gallery, Jerry. Okay. Continue story. Anyway, no, no, that's the that's the whole story. Just. There was, uh, like I say, Dick some Buckus. man that's, that's cr- number. I had a man crush on Dick Buckus, so, you know, <laughs> that's my number. I'm going to isolate that audio for a clip later. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> I had a man crush on Dick Dick. Dick. 
Welcome to the last half of We have a review, a video review on YouTube was done of sim racing and racing podcasts. We were declared the shock jocks of racing podcasts. You're welcome. We're just playing. We're just playing into that hand at this point. That's all I have to say about that. You're we're playing with your time. hand. What? Yes, <laughs> we're having a good time. We're having you're a good not time. gonna. You're not gonna have a good time on most most places. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'll we we tried. We tried to discuss and report the news, and it. You know, it's only so many ways you can make that entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it's not our fault. Most shit sucks. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the slogan of the show. <laughs> Most <laughs> shit sucks. There you go. There's, there's, your, there's your title. You got to XYZ and most shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most places you can go, you can ask to speak to a manager. Not here. Nope. <laughs> Not here. It will well, tell you to fuck off. Jerry, <laughs> it's a treat to have you here because uh, the, your episode about the the Mexican cartels was, uh, I want to say, <laughs> like top three into the Apex history. Oh, uh, that was that was a, a tale for the ages. Hey, I'm uh, going but, back in two weeks. I'll tell ooh, you that. Hi. Really? Yep. You're going back to Mexico? Yes. We're going to have to have you on in three weeks. I can. Well, I won't be home in three weeks. I'll, I'm Four leaving. Weeks. I'm leaving St. Louis, and I'm taking my truck, so I got to drive. Um, so it'll be uh, uh, several days out there. Uh, Going to do, I think, about a thousand, maybe twelve hundred miles off road yeah. in Mexico. I can call you from Mexico. We can. Can you? Yes. Can you call in on the podcast? We have phone. We do have the capability of phone calls. Okay, so it's Mexico. So if I'm in a place that has cell service on Friday night when you record, I'll uh, call in. That sounds capital. We do have the capability of of pumping in a phone call. Absolutely. Oh my God. We can talk about the adventures. In You're Mexico. hearing this live on the show in real time. Jerry Isaacs from Mexico in the middle of a bribe. <laughs> I hope not. But well, uh, do I understand you, you run from police pretty effectively, even if they, if you don't have the, the goods to pay the bribe. Oh, man. There's, you know, even in the States. So, so, so first of all, you got to understand when I was a kid, which was a long time ago, uh, and it was uh, small town Missouri. So, you know, we're not talking like big time cops or anything like that. But, yeah. you know, we used to have times when we would um, get the cops mad at us and we'd have to run away, you know, run around and outrun them or try and get around the corner, shut off your lights, go pull in a parking lot and you know, <laughs> go drive by. The stuff you see in movies that you, you know, like comedies that you think is a joke. We literally did some of that shit as kids <laughs> and it worked. Um, I'll tell you one story here. I, I, this yes. is not exactly outrunning the cops, but so I, I don't, I don't drink. I don't, uh, when I was a kid, I didn't drink. I, I have nothing against it. You guys rock on. I see you're all drinking and have at it. It's not a religious thing, anything like that. I just, for whatever reason, don't. And so as a kid, I was designated driver and I had, I was still into off-road shit back then. I had a VW bug that I turned into a Baja bug. So jacked up the rear end, put big tires on it and stuff like that. So there's four of us in this little bug I'm driving and they're all drinking beer and we're 16 years old. So a, you know, open containers, 16 years old, underage, blah, blah, blah. We're zooming down the highway and the sheriff, the county sheriff pulls us over and we're like shitting bricks, you know, <laughs> um, 
this is not good. This is, you know, go to jail stuff. So he pulls us over that, you know, they, they all, they throw their beer cans out. Um, before we pull over, we get pulled over. We still got a six pack left and they're trying to figure out what to do with it. And, uh, we're all sitting in the car and the cop walks up and, I'm, this is a true story. I'm not kidding you. The uh, guy to my right in the passenger seat opens the door, slides the six pack under the car, closes the door. The cop ah. sheriff walks over on my side, flashes the lights at everybody. Um, you know, they're not driving and he talks to me and, you know, license, all that stuff. And then he's like, come back to my car. So we go back to his car and we both get in. And I see, I kind of glance back. I see him open the door, pick the six pack up, put it back in the car. We <laughs> sit down. He gives me a lecture in there. Um, I'm sober. I hadn't been drinking. And I honestly, I don't remember what I got pulled over for. Um, I, I don't know what it was, but he, he, I didn't get a ticket. I remember that. And then, you know, he's talking to me and he's, he knows there's something going on. He knows it. So he gets out of the car and says, stay here. And he walks back up to the front again and they do it again. They open the door, put the six pack under the car. And he's like, you know, flashing the light in there, looking around, stuff like that, talking to them. Finally turns around, starts walking back. They open the door, pick up the six pack, put it back inside. <laughs> well, in story short, he tells us, uh, you know, gives me a warning, a harsh warning, whatever. I don't remember what it was. Then he lets us go and we drive off. So. You know, we used to do we used to do shit like that all the time. I mean, um, I can tell you stories about we used to rat race a lot. You know, you guys ever probably never even heard of what rat racing is in uh, small towns in Oklahoma or in um, Missouri. You just when you see a friend, you chase after him in your car, and his oh, job wow. is to try and lose you, and your job is to stick within you know a, a very short distance to his rear bumper. And so that can be a lot of havoc running through town um, and, you know, rat race. And then eventually the cops will see you going one way or another. And that's when we used to try and basically you hit every corner you can, you turn off your lights. And then when you finally get down a street that you can't see the cop behind you, you pull into a driveway, shut off your car and the cop drives by. And then you got to, you know, you feel bad. So you go knock on the person's door and ask, is Loretta there? No, you got the wrong house. Oh, sorry. Get back to your car and leave. <laughs> Loretta. Whatever. You know. I feel like Jerry's back in 1920. <laughs> is Loretta there? Is Loretta there? We're gonna go down for a soda pop down at the down at the so, cafe. So, so uh, you know, you guys, tell, you guys tell me. I mean, you guys don't have stories like that. You didn't do stuff like that. Well, we we no, sure as really. hell don't meet women named Loretta these days. <laughs> <laughs> and that well, is how. That okay, is how. Now uh, wait a minute. Hold on. You couldn't ask like. And that is the story of how, how Jerry knows former Attorney General Loretta Lynch. No, wait a minute. You couldn't go ask. Is Susie there? Because. Susie might actually live there. You had to use a very unusual name. Hello, is Susie there? I've got my Letterman jacket for her. She left it at my place the other day. We were at the drive-in. Susie, you want to go get a fountain drink? <laughs> All right, so come on, guys. I mean, Patrick, were you were you raised in Chicago? Uh, not in Chicago, but out where I live in the suburbs. We kind of did it like it was like we called it car tag. Okay, yeah. So what we did is like we would have two or three different cars and we'd have you know a couple of people in each car, whatever. We would 
somebody would be it, and then we would ha- we would set a parameter of like two towns that are right next to each other, pretty small, and we basically you could hide anywhere within those limits, but if some, somebody finds you, then you're it basically. But you gotta t- you have to get out of the car and touch their car. Oh, <laughs> so it's like tag, like when you're a kid, but it's you have to get out okay. of the car. So, you, so did anybody ever get hit? No comment. Oh no, we Patrick's had, not going to make the felonies on this show. I got, I got, <laughs> yeah. I got hit by. We were doing something similar. I got hit by one of my friends bad enough. I probably should have got stitches, but I didn't. And now I got this big scar on my right side where I had a big gash and didn't want to tell anybody because we were doing shit like that. <laughs> Uh, well, I think I the way one gash when I see you next, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I my gash. Time. Is that what you yes. said? <laughs> when I see you in Indianapolis or wherever we meet again, sir. You, you want to see my gash? Just don't poke it, yes. okay? No, I will not. <laughs> Eyes forward, hands to myself. Probably. Okay, okay. I remember this one time we were playing, and this guy I was playing. He was on another, in another. <laughs> I, I caught that, that, that. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Patrick, <laughs> punch out, Patrick. I stayed in the hotel with okay, well, him. Anyways, so okay. this guy went to get my car, and instead of just tagging it with his hand, he jumped. I, cause I saw him coming. <laughs> me god damn it <laughs> so what i did was i turned on the car as he was running towards my car and i when i was only going like five or ten miles per hour because i just put it in the drive but <laughs> he tagged my car and i was it oh my oh, god oh, 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 oh. Tagged him i bet he did i didn't even hear the i bet he did yeah. all i heard is he tagged that's the best way to do it personally i saw it oh. <laughs> a little blue in the collar folks or rough around the edges Rob, what do you got nothing we got nothing. Uh, we used to drive around we used to have like food fights from our cars Food fight. Well, that's yeah. weird. That's Did you weird. throw your pudding at somebody else's car? Yeah, no, we would be in our cars driving around on lunch. <laughs> we'd be just, I mean, we driving petty. by and be people like hanging out the window and like throwing like it could be anything. It could be like a peanut butter sandwich. It could be like an old soft stick of butter. <laughs> and, like, we'd come back, we come back from lunch and the cars would just cover you. you. Why do you? Why do you have all that in your car? No, we would like, we would either like take it from like the cooking class at school or like oh. some random crap. Oh, we would just like we were like rich and we were just spending random money on food. But it was like, if you really want to go to war, you go buy a dozen. But then, but then yeah, you but, would uh, you so you'd hit somebody's car with uh, a just nice whatever uh, you could find, like a pancake co- uh, sausage dog on a stick with maple <laughs> syrup from Canada. I just see and then it would, syrup. Yeah, that would hit the car. And then you would both guess this Canada, so you would both get out of the car and say, "Sorry, well, I'm sorry. so sorry oh, about so that." Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and they so clean each other's cars that. off. Okay. How are the Raptors doing? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> how <are the> <laughs> oh, so sorry. The Rap- how, how about those Raptors? I'm sorry. This is not great. Not great. I'm sorry. <sighs> Down your sorries with the Molson beer. Oh, I have a Molson. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're, we're touching a nerve. Yeah, we're hitting. We've lost Rob. Rob is punching out mentally. Yeah, he, he muted himself. He said, I'm done. <laughs> he muted we, I said Raptors. He's muted himself. Oh, damn, I didn't even know I was muted. 
<laughs> right. That's what they all said. We didn't we didn't notice you were gone either, sir. Oh. 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 Hi. oh my goodness. You leave my raptors out of this. <laughs> you keep your damn hands off her. Yeah. <laughs> McFly. Did you I, try I really... to fuck her? <laughs> <laughs> Did you fuck her, you piece of shit? Uh, now we're getting into this deep, 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 yeah, the deep cuts of mad cinema. <laughs> yes. Uh, Can we pick that at one of our cars? Yeah. Did you yeah. fuck her? Yeah. It's a, Kyle, it's a Kyle Dunnigan bit. You have to Google Do yourself it. a yeah. favor. Yeah, do yourself yes. a favor. Uh, this uh, episode 82 has been a hell of an episode. Uh, it's, I feel like it always is when Jerry's in the house, it seems like. I like it. Uh, we're going to get you on the phone from Mexico. Okay. We'll do that. We're going to get you on the phone. We'll do that. We'll bail you out. We've I, got, I perceive uh, Border Patrol drones in the air. Let me look here. Let me look here. So we hit the border um, on a... Uh, sorry. I don't mean to, to, to bore our friends here. We hit, the bo- we hit the border on a Wednesday. So we'll be there on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. Oh, yeah. Friday. All right. Get the satellite phone, charge it up. Um, satellite phone's expensive to use. We do carry one with us, obviously, in case we need really? it. But you, yeah, you generally don't want to use it if you don't have to. This is like the Baja rally race. Thing. What? Yeah. The rally. Uh, the Baja one. Th- we actually do yes. hit parts of the race course. Yeah. But uh, that's uh, what I think of. Robbie Gordon. Hothead yes. Robbie Gordon. Yes, we're going to be. That's where we're going. That's where we're going to be. Best part, though, is cruising down the beach. Beaches are badass. Do you, uh, Oh, wow. Do you uh, does iRacing do that justice? No. Or do what? They don't have it. Well, they have they have, the they have trophy trucks. Yeah. Oh, OK. Um, yeah. No, not in in my opinion. It's um, it's 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 one of those things that you just have to experience because there's so much, um, different movements. I mean, when you're, when you're off-roading, you've got the ups and downs, the, uh, and there's not the, 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 there's nothing like 80 miles an hour. You're coming down, you come over just a little rise and there's a fucking washout that's going to absolutely destroy your truck. And you just have yeah. to slam on the brakes. The I racing doesn't do that. You don't have that. Like, in real life, I've seen people do that. They hit one and, and just it literally breaks their wheels in half along with their whole front A-arm tie rods, shit like that. That That's kind of where I like. Uh, I think that's where I was thinking about the Mount Washington to kind of to circle back to that in closing uh, in a way is I was I was thinking about I like the large scale wide world type of stuff that they they can do and that they've done. And really, you you get that with Nurburgring, Nordschleife, of course, and the Mount Washington. Something that's yep. just big. It's got that big scale to it, a big and world to it. Yeah, that's the thing. And and you know, I'll just one last piece. But I mean, that's the thing about like going off roading in Mexico is it's not like a track. It's not like a or even a Mount Washington where you do the same thing. We literally stay in a different hotel every night. We go from point A to point B and never see the same part of the track over seven days. That that's where I think of, you know, if, if something like that can be pulled off or something on that wide scale, that's that kind of impresses me these days. I mean, I mean, we're waiting for the the rain and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, 
but the, the wide open sp- world stuff is bad. yeah the mount washington i'm like wow i'm it's been so many minutes and i'm still seeing new pieces of this that, but yet i've i've cool not bought it yet that's cool to me I haven't used it oh yet. you 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 got to how often do you boot it up tyler it's so what amazing. I'm saying is so amazing. Sh- How often do you I'm use it? What I'm saying is we should do that more. As, you can as, say that about a people. lot of things. As sim racers, we should use it more. But we don't. Don't waste. Why don't we use it more? Don't waste. Why don't we use it more? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Don't waste. Yeah. Wow. So here we are at the end of episode 82. Are we at the end? We are at the can end. Can it not go on forever? It could go on forever. We could, we could Quite enjoyed it. Quite enjoyed this. This ride. was fun. This was a lot of fun. Thanks, Jerry, guys. guys. Was it a lot of fun? Jerry. It was good. I enjoyed this yeah. a lot. <laughs> I yeah. cried yeah. a little. Me. Sound Last more convincing, little. Rob. The no, man with good. the gun I in the corner. I cried a little bit. Uh, Rob did cry good. a little bit. Yeah. I feel like Rob's butt hurt. In fuel. I feel like Rob's butt hurt a little bit. I don't know. What do you mean? I'm not butt hurt. What are you talking he's about? He's wearing a Raptors jersey. Yeah, he is wearing a Raptors yeah. jersey. That's true. I see his arms, which I really kind of makes me uncomfortable. I don't. I don't want to see your <laughs> bare <little> arms. arms. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't had a chance to golf yet. You may as well have no shirt on during the show. Which I can do that really... too. Well, please don't. No. Please don't do that. <laughs> please don't. Do not do please that. God, don't. Please don't tell me we're doing shirts and skins. Shirt... Oh God! No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next yeah. episode's gonna be called shirts and skins. Yeah. Oh. Here, here's a quick aside story for you guys. No. <laughs> No, <laughs> no. Please, I'll tell it off the air. Please, God. I'll no. tell it off the air. Yeah. As soon as yeah. we check off, Go I'll tell please, God, the story. No. <laughs> this is a story question. This is a very questionable story. Let's, uh, let's punch that dump button for good this week. Episode <laughs> <laughs> 82. Leave, Jerry, leave the folks wondering. Jerry Isaacs going to Mexico soon, and uh, he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back soon. Jerry, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. This has been Into the Apex. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Into the Apex. Apex. Presented by Mad Sim Racing. Follow and join the team at madsimracing.com.